This is the Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer, as well as your host, Jeremy Allen. He helps small businesses with a big branding approach. Welcome back to Big Branding Small Business Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Allen. And in this episode, we're going to talk about adding meaning to your mark. And what does that mean exactly? If you're new to this podcast, then thank you for listening. And feel free to comment and let me know where you're listening from. So a few months ago, at my company I work for during the day, I was asked to speak to a room full of entrepreneurs and managers. I'm part of a national franchise brand and we had just gone through a brand refresh it's not a rebrand because one thing i showed in this presentation was that a rebrand usually means that the company's trying to get away from something in its past or with a previous company or some change in leadership and that's what we had kind of gone through. Uh, we had been bought out by a larger company in the franchising space, and we needed to update our identity. When they asked me to speak at this conference that we went to, uh, covering the difference between a refresh and a rebrand was part of my topic matter. But one of the main focuses I had in the conference was about adding meaning to the mark. Now, with this particular brand refresh, we had what you would see as our logo mark, but it had a special embellishment that you could separate and use just as an icon or a mark. I opened my presentation up with geometric shapes showed a square, a triangle, and a circle, just black on the white board. Then I transitioned to showing more geometric shapes, an apple with a bite taken out of the right side, three circles with one on top left and one on top right and a bigger circle in the middle. And then I showed a swooshy check mark and asked everyone in the audience to identify these geometric shapes. Now, every single person in that room knew exactly what was on screen, the Apple, the Disney, and the Nike mark. Now, they've spent years, decades even, marketing, advertising, and doing branding initiatives to add that meaning to the mark. But for us, for them as small business owners, this company existed that I worked for for 15 years prior to this refresh. And Although the brand refresh to some people may have seemed foreign or strange, uh, just having these simple two dots, these geometric shapes. Uh, what I went into in my presentation was the fact that 
it is our responsibility as the ambassadors, if you will, of the brand to start adding and applying that meaning to it. Now, that obviously is done several different ways, but any good brand. Now, hear this. If you're a small business and you're working with a freelance site or a cousin or family member or friend, when you're working on your logo or your branding, because branding, remember from my past podcast episodes, branding is not just your logo. A logo is 10% of what branding is as a whole. Working with them, then they need to understand that the mark can be abstract. They didn't really have any meaning to the previous logo mark, the word mark, or the icon that they used. Because I believe that every great brand needs to start with the language. That needs to start from the intent of the heart. Why this person started this business, what you want to do with this business, how you want to change the future for other people and yourself through and with this business. There's lots of designers that work with brands that know that this is a very critical component of building the first step in the foundation of any great brand. Without the language component, it is almost futile and very difficult to land on the visual side of things that is the exact visual identification that you need for that brand. Now, when we saw this refresh presented to us uh, internally for the first time, as a lot of design companies do, they present multiple logo options. I'm not a huge fan of that. I think if you do the process in the beginning in the right way, then you hit the mark every single time, no pun intended, or every pun intended. And they had done this, but because they are used to showing multiple marks, they generated a few more marks that showed us. Now, they were great designs, and some of them were kind of neat. But once we saw the logo mark that they first showed us with the two dots and the extensions, the flexibility of these two dots in various design components, whether it be posters or flyers or letterheads or wherever it may be. And that extension is 100% what made this mark the right mark for the job, the one that had to be chosen. It was unanimous amongst all the leadership of the company I work with that this is the mark. Through meaning, through that tribal connection, that primal connection that we all want to seek out in our life that we want to feel connected to. We want our values to align with whoever we decide to do life with, whether it's a company or another person or another brand, that we align with their ideals and their thinking. And once you can do that, once you can apply that meaning, as I referenced those few companies earlier, they've all had their issues, their sordid seasons of uh, bad PR, bad press, bad branding. And it's allowed them to kind of work through that and weather that because they had that North Star, that promise, that 
brand ideal that they stuck to. Now, the visual side of things, the mark that adds that extension and meaning to the brand on a visual side of things really is sometimes the hardest thing to land on when you're trying to choose a lo- your logo mark or your mark because most tendencies with small business owners is to choose something that is on the nose it says what it is and there's no guessing involved and even with choosing the name of the company it needs to be what it is it doesn't need to be abstract because people don't get that so those are all opinions but with the proper brand strategy the questions you ask are being asked uh, working with a freelancer or someone like myself is that we go beyond we need to go beyond just the surface because it's hard to apply that meaning now i had an experience with a food brand I wouldn't call it fast food, but I mean, it it is kind of in that category. But walking into the restaurant, there's usually a greeting shouted out at you. And now I know food prices have risen over the past years and I ordered a simple meal and didn't want anything extra on it. It was just one or two ingredients versus the four or five that people put on it. And I still was charged the $10 for that item that ultimately cost three or four dollars and then the quality was not as good as i experienced in the past now i believe that in my mind it was uh thrown off by simply the experience that i was used to walking in the store and that greeting not being said set me on a path of looking for other things that might not be the same experience but had this person said the greeting as i walked in the door i probably would have been fine and not really focused on any of that aspect of it because the experience was palpable it was what i expected it and so since it was not what it was expected it threw the whole customer experience off and i probably won't go back and i use that as a kind of a a little bit of a silly example but i think there's some truth that rings in that example and i even asked the worker there it's like did y'all get rid of it i was just curious from like a branding and marketing kind of standpoint i can't go through life without (laughs) dorking out on this kind of stuff in my daily life and i asked if they got rid of it if they phased it out because the interior had changed since i had last been in there anyway point being is no he just he's like oh i'm sorry i forgot and i just think that in order to have that meaning to have that meaningful experience when someone has a touch point with your brand then the language is where you build all your meaning from through how you speak and then through how you're seen and also through how you're experienced from your employees and their touch points with customers. I think that gives a couple good examples and some thinking points that we can all look at when we're working on our next brand or working on our current brand within our small business. Now, if you 
liked what you heard today or any of the other podcast episodes, then feel free to like and subscribe and or leave me a comment. I would love to hear from the people that listen to this podcast. I know I've got listeners from all over the globe and I would love to engage and just get some feedback and see if there's anything that I can add value to or do better on this podcast. So again, thank you so much for listening to Big Branding Small Business. If you're a small business, I have a free workshop on my website that you can download for free. All I ask for is an email address in exchange, and then you'll receive a follow-up email with a podcast episode where I walk through that workshop with a client. So you can see how I facilitate it and run it and some of the questions I ask beyond what you see on the paper, and then also show you some of the outcomes. We will talk on the next episode. Well, thank you for listening to Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer Jeremy Allen. He helps small business with big branding approach. And as you heard him say, his website is nobsbranding.com.